This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning comic book store, Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska. And listeners like you, head to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate or check us out at Patreon backslash TwoHeadedNerd. Yes? Oh, ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? You jolly Coming to you live from the ziggurat at Omaha, deep below the metro area. It's THM, cover to cover, for Saturday, March 20th. My name is Matt Baum, and I am happy to say that I am here with the newly vaccinated Joe Patrick. I was vaccinated a few days ago, so in three weeks, we'll get our second dose, and then we will touch butts on the internet to celebrate. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait. It will be a virtual touching of butts. Uh, I am the internet's vaccinated Joe Patrick. Yeah, you know, I've only got, like, I've only got the number one. I gotta have a number two here in three weeks. That's gross. If you wait three weeks to have, a, to have a number two, you're gonna your butt's gonna. Look, man, I'm getting older. <laughs> These things happen. I'm just saying, man. Uh, here's how the show works: every Saturday morning, uh, near about eleven Central Time, Matt and I go live on the Facebook page. We also have a Zoom uh, chat going, and we wrap about the week's new comics, nerd news, movies, TV, and of course. The question of the week, live with our listeners. All of the things. It's amazing. This is a live show, like Joe just said, and we need you to play along. So jump into our Zoom. You can find that link in the top of our live stream on the Facebook chat. You can call us at 402-819-4894. You can click our Facebook call now button to do that if I said that number too fast for you. Or you can just chat with us in our Facebook live chat. Now, Michael Severe likes to go rogue and chat in Zoom. And we're like, Michael, don't do that. Chat in Facebook so everybody can play. All right? Now. Look, some people don't have the Facebook up. That's Deal not, with it. That's not my problem. If you can't call in live, you can feel free to leave us a message. And we're going to respond to it. We do that on the regular show. This is just the live part. This is how the sausage is made. We bundle it all up. We push in some casing. We smoke it for a little while so it gets a little sweetness. And then we add music. And it's delicious. You'll love it. You can download it every Sunday. But... Like I said, if you can't be here live, send us a message to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. MP3 form, please. Don't get weird with it. But before we open these phone lines, Joey, we need to reset some of this week's nerd news. Nerd news. Uh, you know what? It was kind of a light week for new news stories, but I got a couple here. I think there's um, still plenty to talk about, though. <laughs> We have some things to talk about. <laughs> well, I mean, we always have things to talk about. You might still want to talk about WandaVision, and that's fine. Falcon and Winter Soldier dropped yesterday. Um, it's, you know, there might be some spoilers, but it's not like WandaVision in the sense that, like, ooh, no. lots of twists. There's not much to spoil. It's a straight-up action show, which is what we thought it's we were going to get. Yeah, it's just, and I right. love it. Um, and then, of course, the Snyder Cut, which leads me to the question of the week. Let's feel all our feelings. Let's do it. We want to know your hottest takes about the Justice League Snyder Cut. If you watched it or, you know, even if you didn't, how do you feel about its existence? Right. But we also want to know how you feel about the current state of the DC Extended Universe, which does not necessarily include the Snyder Cut, because I think it's a one-off thing we'll never have to think about again. Uh, <laughs> not according but, to Twitter, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's There's true. a petition uh, going around right now, and everybody knows that's how movies get made, with petitions. Yes. <laughs> well, shit. I mean, the the freaking Snyder Bros are the ones responsible for getting this movie made. So. Yeah, it, I mean that's that is not an incorrect statement. Uh, we also want to know like how you feel about the tone of the Zack Snyder DC movie verse. Like, it's obviously a very different, dark, gritty, violent 
take on DC, which is not traditionally. Joe, I heard them say fuck three times. Uh, yeah. Three man. times. You know how many times he said fuck in Endgame? Zero. So this movie wins. There you go. Hey, look. Game over. How many, <laughs> how many, Batman, how many Batman boners did you see in uh, the comics this week? Yeah, we just want to talk about the Snyderverse, the Snyder Cut, and the greater effect on the DC Universe. Let's get into it. Let's get into it right now. Let's start with our friend, Jason Sachs, who's screaming, I can't raise my hand. (laughs) I told him in the other chat, we got him. I have asked to unmute him. Jason, speak to us. I can't raise my hand. It's making me crazy. (laughs) Crazy, I tell you. We knew you were here. We knew you were here, Jason. We were never going to let you down. Oh, I'm so good with technology, I think. And then it just lets me down. (laughs) I mean, haven't you you worked for like tech companies? All my freaking adult life. Yes. All right. <laughs> we'll tech shame this gentleman later. What did you want to rap about today, Jason? I just finished watching the Snyder Cut. I also just finished watching the Snyder Cut. It took me I'm not three sure days the, to watch it. I'm not sure what the fuck yeah. I saw. I, should, I guess I should say fuck three times. Yeah, uh, that's correct. That was insanity. What a way to wake up on a Saturday morning. God, you guys. No, but quite oh honestly, like I, Thursday night, I sat down, I'm like, I'm banging this out. I got two hours in, went, I'm going to take a break and watch some black sales because I can actually see what's going on when I watch that show. I can see the characters. It's well lit. You know? <laughs> Are you saying they don't move in slow motion for no apparent reason? Oh my God. The slow-mo budget. I think they spent $70 million on slow-mo and that was... The only thing, I bet everybody else came back and filmed for free. And we're like, yeah, we, we want to help. The, you know, look, we're going to bash on the Snyderverse today. I'm not going to bash on Zack Snyder because he went through a major thing, a huge family shakeup. His daughter you know, committed suicide. And this is sort of a project that helped him get over that. And that's a great story. With that said, oh, my God, what the fuck was this movie? <laughs> now, listen, I, I, Okay. I am going to I am going to defend the movie a little bit. I did think that if we're speaking technically, length of the movie aside, whew, it was better. Like there were there were no scenes question. that were better. Totally agree. Like uh, Steppenwolf had actual real motivations. Yes. that were missing from the first movie. Um, Cyborg's story got fleshed out in a way that should have been in the original i totally agree with that i totally agree with that and uh like that this movie does not need to be four hours long no not at all uh but i also don't think it's going to change anybody's mind you either you either love Zack snyder's vision for the dc universe or you don't well i'll take it further than that was this better than the original without a doubt was this a good movie no that's where i'm at i i mean look this movie needed an editor and that editor is obviously not Joss Whedon. We learned that. But oh my God, you cannot just set this guy loose and, and let Zack Snyder direct a movie like this with four hours. And I mean, like, watch, go watch Watchmen, a great movie that I really, I really enjoyed that he directed. Then watch the extended cut with everything they cut out. It is not yeah. good. It begs to be edited. It, it's just, there was so much. We could have left out. And I'm talking about three minute scenes of Amy Adams being sad and just walking through the city. <laughs> yeah, you know, I so sad. You know, Aquaman. Yeah, Aquaman walking down the pier, drinking whiskey, 
<laughs> Taking his shirt off. I, I, I made this joke and I'm, I'm so happy to see other people make the same joke. It's like, what is Aquaman's t-shirt budget? Good God. Because every time he leaves the surface world to go back to the water, he throws his shirt aside. Yeah. But keeps it's his like, boots okay. on. He throws his shirt aside, but he keeps his boots and his jeans on. Who swims in boots? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the the slow motion stuff was very tedious. Uh, uh, and, you know, I, I, I appreciate the... There are some things that I like in slow-mo. Like, I like seeing... I, I, I kind of like seeing the Flash interacting with the world as it's come to a standstill. I kind of like Quicksilver in the in the newer X Men movies. I but, hated it, but I don't like Ezra Miller as the as Barry Allen. Um, can, I, can I ask a politically incorrect question? Please, he's yes. supposed to be like on the autism scale. Yeah, if he's definitely so yeah. Strange. If he's not, his performance was so bizarre. So like I just got the wind knocked out of me. I'll be okay in a minute. And like, why are you talking like that? Right. <laughs> and Would it was you a hire whole him to movie. Work at your pet store. Totally. He like comes in the pet store. He's like, oh, come and rest me right here. It's in my pocket. There's a paper monster in my rest me. There it is. <laughs> what is now, wrong I, with like, you? Like I, I know that he thought that it was a good idea, but like if. I have a guy applying for a job at my pet store and he pulls a raw hot dog yeah. uncovered out of his coat. I'm like, you have to leave. Like, sir. Chances are you're a homeless person and no offense to homeless people, but we can't hire you. You know, <laughs> like you, like you pocket meat is never okay. The, okay? I, I like it. absolutely hated Ezra Miller. As the Flash, I hated his costume. I hated the way he ran. Oh, I don't and like Joe pointed it out. The costume's he, terrible. He runs like one of those inflatable fan guys. He, fla- you he know, flails that, like, his arms <laughs> in front of himself. <laughs> like the wacky inflatable twisted yeah. tube man or whatever he they call it on like Family Guy. He runs like D dances on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You know, like that is how he runs. He's like... <laughs> Um, like now he's doing I a wax think, on, wax off thing sometimes. It's so uh, things bad. that I did think, uh, <laughs> things that I also thought were better. Uh, I thought the effects were better. I thought I thought Superman looked better because of we all know about his infamous CGI mustache face. Right. Uh, this like the like the extra money clearly went into uh, finishing effects shots, and I still showed. don't think the effects looked great though. I still don't at all. All that shit. Well, I think there's a difference between yeah. the effects and the and the aesthetic. The agree- like, no, but I'm talking straight up effects. The green screen shit with the Amazonians in the beginning, which was the best lit part of the movie, I might add, looked mm-hmm. bad. It looked like a cartoon at points. I guess I didn't notice. When she was running away on the horse and shooting at Steppenwolf and like they zoom back, it looked like a cartoon. It looked like a video game. And now I, I, I would like to um, I would like to ask a logistical question about the uh, setup of the Amazonian mother box vault. Oh, God. <laughs> like uh, it's got first of all. Uh, there's no way out if you have to close the vault. They smash those pillars and trap all the Amazons inside the vault. Uh, That's like, the idea. OK, well, nobody's getting. Nobody's getting in here. Nobody's getting this mother box. But then they also clearly show that the mother box vault has a fucking skylight. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. And What's the point? They drop it into the ocean and it breaks into a bunch of pieces. <laughs> Ladies, are you, I mean, like, I get you're tough, but are, is no one an architect here? Somebody built this shit, right? <laughs> well, and even better. So the Amazonians have a, a vault where everybody's just like, we stare at the mother box full time. That's my job. Point right, an arrow yeah. at it. This is what I do. And I'm proud to do it. And then the Atlanteans are like, oh yeah, we put the mother box in a big underwater thing with octopuses and badass dudes and big crabs. And it's just like, we just look at it. And the men, they're like, oh yeah, we buried ours. What? <laughs> you dug like, a hole, we, we, you dug we a buried, hole and you put it in. <laughs> we, we, we buried ours Less deep than you would bury right. a dead body. That is what my neighbor's dog does with its toys in my fucking lawn. Okay, yeah. I, like, that is not what you do uh, with a mother box. <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I, other things that I thought were better. Um, I, I thought that there was a lot less. Um, it's weird because there were there were just as many like shots of one woman's ass, but Ugh. also like the awkward scene where. Oh, Barry tripped and fell on Wonder Woman's bosom. God. Isn't that funny? You know, that was missing. Um, but then they inserted this long, long scene where Barry is a super creep to Iris. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, it's just like, you know, yes, you 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 got rid of some of this problematic stuff. But right. then also you dialed down the Aqua Bro, but you made Barry a complete like weirdo borderline lunatic weirdo who likes to touch girls. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Dude, you can't just like grab her and get her out of the way. You know? Right. And introduce yourself uh, and maybe do that later. I don't know. So yeah, you know, our, our friend uh, John Tavertic in the chat says he was shocked uh, based on the edit that was made that time out Snyder's Arthur Stop was less awkward reading bro. John's post he needs to get in here and talk with us he, don't encourage him all right jason was it gonna do was there, not even in the chain was even there something else ask, you wanted to add can i ask one more thing yes why did superman go evil when he got resurrected yeah that made no sense you know why because we they cannot resist they think in their mind they think the coolest part about superman is not that he's superman is not that he's a good guy it's not that our protector it's that he could go evil at any minute and murder everybody that's what makes he's superman like, he's cool. like michael douglas and falling down he's that's just it. one bad day away well yeah and they're like he's confused he didn't fucking look confused to me he looked evil <laughs> Yeah. Why? He just woke up and he's like, oh, Superma- Superbot rebooting. Superbot stuck pre- you know, prematurely in murder mode. Superbot murder. And then like they fly to Smallville and he's like, this is home. This feels like home. Well, he reckon- oh, Lois, like, Lois it's you. Sna- oh, Lois Jesus. snapped him out of God, it. God, I feel better. Is, I guess. <laughs> what? Um, but I, I, will, I will say this. I will, give, I will give Snyder credit for this regarding that. Jace, scene. I'm going to mute you so we can move on to some other people. It's good to talk to you, man. See you guys. Bye, Jay. Uh, you know, there was, a, there was a line in the Whedon version where it's not just that he's fighting back. It's he's actively trying to destroy the Justice League. Right. Because he's got Batman by the throat and he very snarly repeats Batman's line from Batman versus Superman back to him. Do you right. bleed? Yeah. And that was not in this version. No. We, uh, Snyder removed that, that aspect of it. 
But yeah, like I, I don't understand like, oh, he's just back from the dead. He just obviously needs to kill all these people. Well, and instantly you reinforce the fact that yes, Superman is a threat. Superman is a problem. And you know what? In this world, Lex Luthor is absolutely right. He's absolutely right. Superman's too dangerous to live because he might bonk his head and turn back into a super murderer. You know, I, like yeah. what the fuck? Frank Cirillo, talk to us. Hey, hi guys. What up, Frank? Um, I did not see the movie. Um, I will probably watch it over a couple of days when I when I'm on spring break. But my 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 take on the Snyderverse is this: it it's not right. It's just not right. You yes. know, just Superman is not. Superman doesn't get bonked on the head. And lose his memory and become like evil at all. Because right. Why? Oh, right. He was raised by good people. Right. And it's like he it's, forgot who he was because he was dead. And I still yeah, don't even understand how they decided that he's not dead. I, I still couldn't figure that out. It was one of the stupidest things I'd ever seen. Um, and I and I, I really thought it was it was terrible. Like because soup that is not Superman at all. And that that's my biggest problem with with both with both of those Snyder movies is the portrayal of Superman is so off. You know, I, I can like uh, the Batman thing. Yeah, he doesn't use guns. Come on. Let's not. Yeah, let's not even go there. Yeah, Batman doesn't uh, use the thing. But even in the can, even in the very like the, he doesn't use guns. One, you want to say that he has some guns on his car that he does stuff with. OK, but in the very right. final scene where Batman shows up holding an assault rifle. No, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, I, I mean, not. I, didn't, I didn't see it, but I've seen pictures. I and, would um, rather he had giant mechanized nunchucks because that would make yeah, more exactly. Sense. It would be <laughs> or, stupid or, or a giant Batman robot. But it would make yeah, he, it would make uh, way so, more sense. You, you know, I like we guys like us, you know, Frank, uh, traditional Superman fans. Let's, yeah. let's call them right. Um, this has been our argument since Man of Steel came out. Yeah, you know, like we we will never we will never be able to convince a, a Snyder fan or somebody who's, who's uh, only ex, ex, uh, exposure to Superman is this version Yeah, that like, Oh, or, or Batman for that matter, that, that we are in the right, you know? So yeah, you know, we, we get made fun of our, fr our friend, Jared Wooly Toots loves to make fun of us for <laughs> saying it's not our Superman. It's right. not our fill in the blank. Right. And yeah, I mean, that is something that I, I totally have been guilty of and it's a little bit gatekeepy and yeah, you know, people are going to like what they like and whatever. But when it comes to Superman and Batman, these are not just characters that you, that you can change. In my opinion, I don't think that these are mm -hmm. characters that you can just fundamentally change yeah, uh, in I, a way I, I that agree. makes them not the characters that they are. Right. Uh, you like, know what? I'll go out on a limb here, and I will say that I think in this version of the movie, they did a better job handling Superman. Aside from the completely bizarre, he wakes up and wants to murder the Justice League again. Now, the, and people people have the said grave uh, David. <laughs> we, <laughs> now we, uh, Jim Heavey. <laughs> Jim Heavey. Jim Heavey said that they addressed the 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 fact that fact in the movie. So when he comes around, we'll let him talk. I'm not going to read the chat. All right, all right, all right. Good. You hate that. Good job, Joe. Um, but uh, uh, Tony Cook, who we probably won't hear from, no, he's, uh, he's scared brings up the end of the movie, the epilogue that takes place in the alternate nightmare future. Right. Oh. And of course, uh, sorry, spoilers, Frank. 
It's fine. Uh, don't worry about it. You've already, um, I mean, you've already seen. They've showed you, Frank. You've seen it. I mean, yeah, in the trailers. Trailers. <laughs> if, you, if you've it's seen, right if you've seen the original Justice League, then you know that Batman has this vision of a dark future, it, which right. happens to be a tacked-on scene to a tacked-on scene to a tacked-on scene to a tacked-on ending. It's like Return of the <laughs> King. It's got three endings. It literally ends three goddamn times. <laughs> right. Uh, so Tony, Tony said, Tony speculates, and I've seen this speculation as well. Um, Superman shows up as evil at the end in this dark future. Um, the injustice and future. Speculation is not, it's not because, oh, Lois is dead and now he's evil. It's because Dark Side has conquered the earth and the anti life equation is controlling Superman, sure. which I will totally buy. Okay. Okay. But how okay. did that happen when he came back from the dead? Jim, okay, says we'll talk about they it. Later. mentioned we'll it in the movie, and we'll let him tell. All right, well, all right yeah, let's listen. But um, what else? You yeah, got so me? just to wrap up about the Snyderverse, you know, it's I, I, I keep hoping it's going to get better. I actually liked in in the first Justice League movie. I liked Ezra Miller as the Flash. I thought his character was interesting. I'm disappointed to hear that they went in a completely bizarro direction with him. Yeah. Um, it is. I, I I thought he was probably one of the better parts of the movie in the first Justice League movie. I that don't Josh disagree. I don't disagree. Yeah, but they yeah. made a choice here, and I'm talking like a Lex Luthor level choice from right. Superman versus Batman, where like yeah. not only is this character going to be a little off kilter, he's going to be insane. He's a, like his right. the way he just the way yes. he just delivered normal lines was yeah. so awkward and just bizarre and like yeah. Muppet-esque. It was seriously like a Muppet was talking. His voice was wacky and yeah, I don't wow. get well, it. I'll, I'll, I'll see it, but you know, Ugh. so let, let's, like, if you're, if you're, if you're Lex Luthor is the sort of person that Frank? leaves a jar of his own piss on a senator's desk. <laughs> yeah. Then, you know, yeah. maybe, uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe he might be Donald Trump. <laughs> You're a little <laughs> off base. Frank, it's uh, good to talk to you, man. We'll talk no, to you. No, wait, wait, wait. I want, got I want more. To, sorry. We, we, we railroaded we Frank more, into our oh, own Go, 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 discussion. go. Sorry. Oh, wait. Yeah, I, I watched, I watched uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier yesterday, man. It was great yes. start to finish and i and i want i'm gonna i'm gonna throw this in there and spoil it for everybody who the fuck was that popeye looking motherfucker at the end wearing wearing the um you know the the u.s agent costume that's yeah uh that's um that's gotta be a um, agent right look like fucking popeye he kind of did <clears throat> he was a beefy bro <laughs> right right uh, uh, like they put him in they put him in that in that weird uh helmet the the captain america helmet cowl yeah yeah, yeah. And the way his face looks in that cowl, it's like that guy's face is begging to be punched. <laughs> right. I, I, I really, I thought, I thought it was great. That opening scene was like, holy shit. It was yeah. like a, it was like James Bond plus, you know, totally. the, fa- the, the guys, the guys in the parasailing suits that were going like, just, they were like, I know, I know it's all CG, but like just dipping into the helicopter. I'm like, how the fuck do they not get killed? It was so cool. You know, it was so cool. And okay. It was great. So I watched. The first two hours of Justice League started to fall asleep, yeah. had to turn it off and figured I'll watch more later. And then I said, I'll watch the rest Friday night, but we're going to watch Falcon Winter Soldier first. And in the first two hours of Justice League, I sat there and kind of shook my head and went, okay, all right, this is where we're <laughs> fine. That's what we're doing. In the first 10 minutes of the Falcon Winter Soldier, Soldier, there was a point where I had both my hands up in the air. Yes. And I was just like. 
Yes. This it was is, amazing. It is, was absolutely this is amazing. Action packed. It's adult. It's yes. joyful. I can fucking see what's going on. You know? <laughs> okay. So when you when when he was given that speech and given that that shield and you saw you turn in the audience oh. and there's Rhodey. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. This is great. And then but but what really got me was that the it it, it was a real punch in the gut. At that 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 U.S. agent dude was that was a punch. It's in perfect. The gut. I it's, was like, get it's the, fucking perfect for that dude, character, though. Yes, we're absolutely. supposed to hate him. Yeah, you I know? mean, he he's supposed to be a he's supposed to be. Well, I mean, we don't know anything yeah. about him. He didn't say no, anything, right? But like, uh, like I, I think the way that they handled that scene, and again, sorry, people, we're spoiling the episode, but. Like we said, it's not like we're spoiling any huge twists or plot points. Yeah. No, they said we um, all knew. They saw someone was cast and, as this character. This guy was all over the news too, right? So, but so the, the way uh, the way that they uh, handled that introduction of the U.S. agent, where yeah. it's like Sam watching it on TV and mm-hmm. then his reaction, I was just like, "Oh my god!" I yeah. felt so bad. Yeah, oh, yeah it, it was I a, felt it was, so bad yeah. for Sam. But Casey, like, what the hell did Casey he? Casey was sitting next to me, and she goes motherfuckers it's because it's a, dude i was like, like what? it's because I, I he's black said, isn't it and i was like whoa baby i don't know if that if that's like, it's, like, it's because he's black <laughs> at the end of it i'm literally like what the fuck like my wife looks at me like what i'm like i can't even literally no i was uh you know i like i i totally i totally love the idea that sam was hesitant to take on the role, right? Especially considering the modern context of it, I thought that that was very like socially relevant. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, oh yeah, this is great. This is a great approach. Um, but based on all the trailers we'd seen with Bucky and Sam throwing the shield around, I was oh yeah, very, yeah. You know, he's I was that. very surprised. Yeah, that in the first five minutes of the episode, Sam uh gives the shield to the yeah. government yeah right it's like right uh, not what are me. you doing well you, you they're uh, building to something that's what they're did doing you, no did no you, i get it i get it yeah Damn. did you catch the did you catch the it, tell me tell me is steve up on the some moon on the moon watching over yeah. us yeah. yeah i was right. like oh my god that's great <laughs> and I, and i will say this like um when they uh when they cut uh when the opening scene was over mm. uh and they cut to oh, actually i I've watched it twice and I've already forgotten the order of events. Um, it opens with the Falcon scene, right? right. It doesn't open with the ceremony. It opens, yeah, it yeah. opens with the Falcon okay. Yeah. Um, but when they show the little cuts of Sam, like ironing his shirt, yeah. yes. putting on his suit, yeah. looking longingly at the shield, putting mm-hmm. it back in the bag. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. He's going to Steve's funeral. Yeah. Oh, oh. And every time they cut back to him, I held my breath. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And I, I was like, and when it when it was finally revealed where he was going, I was like, oh God, thank God. Because <laughs> I would not have been able to handle that. No, I would have lost yeah, it. No, too. no, I, I don't, I don't think it. they're not going to kill Steve Rogers off. I really no. don't. No, he's uh, not going to do that. So um just flashing back really quick to the US agent, the, the uh, yeah. John Walker, the actor that plays him is mm-hmm. Wyatt Russell. Okay. He is the son of Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. And he's great. Oh, get out of here. He's really? great. Yeah, he's, he's, he's Kate Hudson's half-brother. He was, okay. Yeah, he yeah. is fantastic. I love that actor. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. He's going to be a ton of fun. To I've never seen him before in anything. Yeah. Uh, but he was in... Uh, oh, he was in that Nazi horror film, Overlord. Yep. I really wanted to he see that. He was in that. Overlord. He was in oh. uh, an episode oh. of... Uh, 
what was a nightmarish Twilight Zone type show? The British one where it was Black Mirror. Black Mirror. He was in a fantastic episode of Black Mirror. Oh, wow. Where they're like cool. testing video games that you play in your head and it makes him go absolutely insane. And oh, oh man. man, it's great. He's oh, apparently he was actor. in an episode of Arrested Development, but I don't remember that at all. Hmm. That was wow. He was probably really young. Frank, good to yeah. talk to you, man. Good to talk to you guys. All hey, right. buddy, have a great one. I'm going to bring Jimbo in here because I want to talk about this. But before I do that, well, I'm trying to unmute him, but something weird's going on. There we go. Before I do that, Zach Hollowell brought up the 4-3 aspect ratio on the Snyder Cut. When this movie yep. started, I looked at it and I was like, something's wrong. Something is absolutely wrong. <laughs> but and they like, even put a disclaimer in front of the movie. Why'd you think something was I wrong? I get that, but I could not help but look at it and say something is wrong. First of all, it's so dark I can't see anything. Second, this is in 4-3 aspect ratio. What the fuck? And so I turned it off and my TV was like, nope. Everything's fine, Matt. And I was like, okay, I'm going to turn this back on. <laughs> so the choice was made because Zack Snyder believes that because he filmed this in IMAX, it is so important to maintain that IMAX ratio that you are going to get it in 4.3 in your house because we all own IMAX televisions. I know I do. I know Joe does. You know who owns yeah. an IMAX television? No one owns an IMAX television. No one does. We all... I'm just going to say we agreed. We didn't agree, but we all bought this bill of sale. We're going to watch Letterbox TV from now on. This is how life is. We all watch Letterbox TV. Not the Justice League. Sorry. It's in four yeah, fucking yeah, three. Like, Why? You know there, there, are lots Why? Of, uh, <laughs> there are lots of Hollywood blockbuster movies filmed for IMAX that show up on my TV in perfect fucking widescreen yes. format. You already, you paid to redo this movie and you're only giving us the 4.3 IMAX version at home? Get the okay. fuck out. Oh my so, God. <laughs> Jimbo, talk to me. Okay, so they mentioned that the mother box does like some movie mother box stuff that would probably corrupt him because that's what it does. Oh, the mother box so did whatever they wanted it to do in this movie. It's, and it's, it's, you could figure that out by looking at pictures of it. You could look at a picture of the mother box and be like, oh, it's superheated. Oh, it's going to join and do this thing. Oh, it's doing this now. <laughs> Are they reading the mother box Wikipedia that I don't know about? <laughs> So like even the ship, there could you know Superman's ship is like, hey, don't don't do this. It might be a bad idea. And Batman's like, do it, guys. Bad. We gotta get him up. So, that's true. Yeah. That's that is true. Superman, the AI on Superman's ship kept warning him that it was like, don't. I'm I'm final warning. I told you, don't you do it. So, and Batman you know, was like, push the button, Barry. Do the thing, Barry. Yeah. 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 So, no, that's absolutely true. So I will I will go ahead and I will Jim, your no prizes in the mail. Okay. I will accept the fact that. Fine. Because the mother box was used to resurrect Superman, he was not in his right mind at the at, at first. So, but, but the because the power of love it, it, it over it overcame it, the power of love. The power of love. Yes, exactly. It was beautiful so, so too. Quick, so quick hit on the movie. Uh, so much better. I can't believe how much better it is than the other one. Like all, all the cyborg stuff. I was like, oh, this is actually like a full movie with an actual character. It was really strange. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, you make a good point. It is a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy it. It's, I, I, agree. I, mean, I, it I agree. that it was. Better. I agree that it was better. It's markedly. Um, it better. was. It was just way too long. It was at least ninety minutes too long. Oh, what about that Wonder oh. Woman theme? Every when Wonder Woman would show up and the music would <laughs> swell and you'd hear. Ah, 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 
that's, that's in the oh my god! Yeah. Every time it but happened, like, you know, my eyes rolled back in my head. It's like, well, it's like fucking Imogene Heap is in my living room screaming at me. Shut up, <laughs> Jim! I can't believe after all these years you would do me like this by outing me in the chat as saying I loved Green Lantern. I didn't say I loved Green Lantern. After Joe Patrick saw Green Lantern, he thought it was great. He stood in the comic (laughs) shop. He defended it in front of us, and we all just, like, shook our heads in disbelief. (laughs) All right, well, one one final thing. Joe, I know you love numbers. I'll give you some numbers. Yeah, give me the book report, Jim. Well, okay, so we got numbers last week, but the number this week is Time Top 100 Up-and-Coming Phenoms. And that goes to the author of Demon Slayer, uh, Korohara Goji. I can't pronounce it. Made, look, this is you're, Time you're, you're our magazine? expert, Jim. I expect better. Yeah, I no know, doubt. I'm terrible at pronunciations. Yeah, we're so, the ones that upset races by totally pronoun- mispronouncing their names. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you don't so, want to be on that bus with us. Come on, man. <laughs> she, she was noted in the top 100 up and comings. I looked at the list. I didn't see any other comic book artists, but I don't know their names. So that's amazing. A time yeah, fucking no, magazine. I, like I was all credit to her. Like I'm seeing talk about Demon Slayer all over the dang place because it's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, I am. So yeah, so neck deep. The movie, I love it. The movie is going to be released in April. It, it's the number one movie of all time in Japan. It is. It is. Oh, canon. Wow. It it is canon. It is taken directly from the work, and it actually works as a two hour movie. This little mini arc they had so i want to see it in the theater so getting on that list for the vaccine i'm not is yeah jim get your vaccination i'll go with you it'll be awesome oh my god we'll do it we'll do it good to talk to you buddy all right thanks guys bye jim uh i want to give a quick shout out before we bring in jd uh we've got a couple people in the we got a lot of people in chat today yeah and some of them are new faces jonathan galliano shout out to you buddy uh, we've also got, uh, Eddie Feely. Welcome aboard guys. Uh, Eddie says maybe Zack Snyder knows something we don't. Maybe yeah. we're all going to have IMAX screens in 2020. We're going back to tube TV IMAX screens. <laughs> it's like, it's like WandaVision where like every time there's a new episode of the sitcom, Darcy's like, well, shit. I need a new, I need a new older TV. <laughs> See, and that's okay. And people are going to say, Matt, you loved WandaVision. They did a bunch of shit in like four, three aspect ratio. Yes, they absolutely did. But it was part of the story. It was part right. of the story and, and the effect when they, when they finally went to wide. Yes. Screen, when you see it widen like, out, I was like, Oh my God. Oh shit. <laughs> like we're in the, we're in the MCU. Here we are. You know, like, I didn't even realize like I, and I will give one division credit for this. I didn't even realize that it wasn't already widescreen. Yeah, they did a good job of it. They did a really good job of it. Yeah. And and like it was just such a subtle thing when it went from the sitcom world back to the quote unquote real world. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You guys nailed it. JD, how are you today, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Obviously, I did not watch the Snyder Cut. Okay. You know what? It's all right. It's four it's hours of your life. life. You don't get back. I'll say that. <laughs> That's, yeah. 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 I did watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And like you guys, I absolutely adored it. Um, I kept the whole time I was watching, I kept thinking back to something you said last week, Joe, that uh, we need to stop thinking of these as television shows. Yeah. And they're more cinematic. And right. this one felt MCU. Totally. I mean, this was. Yeah, it did. You know, very much. I mean, it was, I thought I was in the theater. This felt um, like a Captain America movie. This felt like this yeah. could be another Captain America yeah, movie. It yeah, really it did. Exactly. It did. Yeah. 
Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about, since we've kind of veered into full spoilers, uh, I kind of wanted to talk about the uh, the Bucky scenes, because I know you guys haven't really, it's all been Sam up to this point. Um, I really liked the aspects of, I think both of them are kind of working with PTSD yeah. in certain ways. Uh, Sam, obviously, for being, you know, blipped and <laughs> uh, and Bucky for being 106 years old. <laughs> yeah. And also being an assassin for 90 of them. Uh, it, it was just really interesting. And, uh, you know, the date I thought was fantastic. It was great. You know, there were... Uh- there were so many great things about Sebastian Stan's performance, like subtle yes. things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which um, he, they didn't have like, time to get into in the Captain America movies and the Avengers movies. We knew Bucky was a good guy. We knew Cap yeah. loved him. Even in the first Cap, we barely got any Buck, you know? Like, we yeah. knew they were buddies. And now yeah. they not only have to, like, rebuild the world's trust with this character, they have to rebuild the viewer's trust. Mm-hmm. Why do I care about Bucky? And they're no, doing like, um, like uh, So the therapy session. I thought yeah. it was brilliant. <laughs> it was I th- great. I thought it was brilliant. Like, you know, it's a condition uh, like he's been pardoned. Obviously, yeah. obviously Sam has all, also been pardoned, you know, at the uh, following the events of uh, civil war, yeah, they yeah, would have been criminals, considered yeah. criminals. Um, and so like they, they've got a clean slate, Wait, especially Bucky. Were who they pardoned or was it because past- they blipped and they were like, well, I guess they're dead, you know? And then they came back and like, oh, they're not dead, but I guess they no, died. Because so there, were condi- there were conditions to Bucky's oh, pardon, okay. That's is, right. they say. Yeah. And also so, it, it, you also remember Sam was in Infinity War. Yeah. Right. That's right. Uh, yeah. So they were fugitives during Infinity War. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, so it, the therapy session where the, the therapist, uh, and I don't, I don't know that character actress's name but she's great in everything i've seen her in um and uh you know she's talking about like him readjusting to the world you've got your mind back and that's that's something that like we knew happened in the back of our minds but they never really showed us yeah Mm -hmm. is that um the marvel universe the marvel cinematic universe uh has uh with the exception of the time jump because of the blip and everything Mm -hmm. um it unfolded in real time yeah. So it, you know, uh, f- for Bucky, it's been since the end of uh, Civil War mm-hmm. till now that he that that he had been like recovering in Wakanda, and they mentioned that like where like, yeah. the only respite that Bucky had it was like my time in Wakanda was that time in Wakanda where yeah. he didn't have to go from fight to fight to fight to fight where he was the white wolf yeah <laughs> yeah um but like uh, the subtle the subtlety of uh, of Sebastian Stan's um acting and the way he portrays Bucky mm-hmm. uh like when he goes to the restaurant he goes to the restaurant he brings flowers and they address, they make a joke about how old fashioned it is but something that they don't address at all is that when he sits down with his back to the door he's constantly looking over his shoulder yeah. and checking the exits yep, yep. like yeah. and like and uh, well, you know broken. if this if he, this had been sopranos they would have said you sit with your back to the wall right, right? but uh, he's a broken character and they're addressing yeah. it really yeah. really he is the broken mirror image of captain america he's time displaced but instead of a hero he was a bad guy he was used he was everything that didn't happen to cap basically yeah this, right. you know and, and and it's the way they're doing this the way and they did it so well in that therapy session yeah because they just spelled it right out there you go and this you is know, why you care about bucky the, yeah. uh, uh, your wife 
Bucky Barnes, the hottest, saddest 106 year old ever to live. It's true. <laughs> yeah. um, I love it. I love it when he just point blank, you know, it's like, how old are you? 106. Yeah. The something, um, the other things though, that like, I really appreciate about everything that's come out post end game is the way they are subtly and slowly filling in the gaps of what this world is like right after mm-hmm. five years oh yeah of a huge cosmic event yeah i mean even yeah. the scene and, where they go to and, the bank and the bank mm-hmm. is like well, yeah you, and the you were like, dead. Yeah, no all the rules changed because yeah, suddenly like, you have no three and a half billion people billion showed back yeah up. they're like yeah. you have no money for five years you didn't make any money and she's like i was dead yeah. <laughs> not only were, were they dead they didn't exist yeah I, you know that's the right. thing is it's like even in, even dead people have like assets and but that would you know, like i guarantee you financial funding. institutions they're not gonna be like well that's no excuse for being lazy you know like exactly I, I guarantee it <laughs> yeah oh yeah and and i love the fact that they're just point blank i mean just putting that straight up front you yeah. know and and the fact that the bankers you know callousness like you think i can get a selfie are you fucking serious yeah it was I great love, like I, I, I loved all of that. Like I, I loved the idea of Sam being this sort of uh, minor celebrity. Right. Because like, yes, people recognize him, but it's not like he's, you know, Ryan Reynolds or Tom Cruise. It's just, it's like, you might not, you might not get a good look at what Hawkeye looks like when you see the news. Right. 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 Um, but like, you might like, it's possible you'll recognize um, some of these dudes. Right. I mean, he, and, he does like, wear goggles, the, you know, so people are like, yeah. is that, but, is but that also him? the fact that like <laughs> you know? his celebrity status didn't mean shit yeah. to yeah. the bank. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and they, I mean, they kind of uh, approach that question of like, well, do you, do you get paid for this? Yeah, it was great. And, and it's like, you? and they go into like the foundation, the Avengers foundation, which is like yeah. some very wealthy people are very sweet and they throw money at us to do this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, now, like that, that Tony was Stark left us a they, shitload of cash. I'm sure. <laughs> you know? I, I, that's something I wish that they would have actually addressed a little bit in more detail. Like, you know, they, they, the bank guy asks Sam if he gets paid mm-hmm. and Sam says, no, it doesn't work like that. But sometimes people feel led to help out that's different. Like the Avengers were government agents in the MCU. Like they definitely got paid. Yeah. And I will, and I will also buy, I will also buy that. Like when Sam was on the run for two years or however many years it was as a fugitive, uh, they probably froze all of his assets. Well, but also post civil war, they firmly detached from the government. They're like, we're going to do our thing and do it our own. We're yeah. not working. Well, and also pre civil so, war, yeah, maybe they're not getting Sokovia Accords wouldn't have been necessary if they were government agents. Right. The whole thing was is that they were not attached and controlled by the government. Yeah, I guess that's the true. About- I, I yeah. just um, they called them like I thought rogue they were one hundred percent funded by Stark. They were, you yeah. know what? You're right. They I'm were. Wrong about, you're right because they kept I, calling them I'm rogue actors. You, like you're rogue actors from from the United States, but not funded by them. You can't mm. just do this. You know that's not how it works. Yeah, there's always been need. There's always needed to be a wealthy. A wealthy Bruce Wayne type attached to the Avengers. You know, you always had to have either Stark or in the comics. Now we have T'Challa. Yeah. I mean, I guess, uh, I guess I was uh, in the comics. I know that the comics are different in the comics. The Avengers were, 
paid yes. by the United States government. And they had or, a, or you had an or Avengers card and like Shield yeah. was like an attaché to the Avengers if they needed help and yeah. stuff. You know, well, and, and, and definitely and definitely in the the Ultimate Universe. I right. Mean, the ultimate oh, yeah. yeah. Right. I guess I was comparing them to the, the Ultimate Universe. The government. government I mean, the Skellian and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, in the comics, while they were while they were paid by the government, like being an Avenger came with a salary. It got. It's been addressed several mm -hmm. times. Like Super uh, Superman, Spider Man. They won. Like they came to Spider Man and they. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, they like mentioned uh, joining the Avengers and that he would get a, a salary and he was like, oh thank God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, but like they weren't necessarily necessarily controlled by the government but they did answer to the government right. they had a government liaison um but well, yeah you're right though in the marvel universe they were yeah. autonomous until the sokovia accords we should save this for our yeah. avengers logistics cast though i mean really I yeah feel like right we're sorry that's our script. other podcast yeah. um, <laughs> so, jd did you have anything else for us man um no, just uh, just really liked uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I'm looking forward to more. Cool, brother. Yeah, buddy. It's good to talk it's to you, man. got me more excited for Hawkeye, too. Absolutely. we're getting that idea of more grounded, real-world MCU. And you need to make sure. me like Hawkeye now, because I, even after watching all those movies again, I still don't give two shits about Hawkeye. <laughs> so. Yeah, but we're going to get a Hawkeye we like. Yes. We're getting Kate. That's what they need to do. And use Look, man, pizza Jeremy dogs Renner. In it, that's all I care use about. Use Jeremy exactly. Renner and Kate to make me like them. That's all I'm saying. JD, good to mm -hmm. talk to you, bro. All right. See you, buddy. Brian Domingos is up next. Brian, Guys, how are you? Going on? How are we Hello. doing? Good. I'm on the way back from getting my first uh, vaccine dose today. Hey, so, uh, buddy. Congrats, I got man. mine. Good for you. I know. That's awesome. Good, good guys. We're, we're almost there. Yeah. Wait till that microchip almost starts there. humming. You won't believe how good you feel, man. Oh. I, you know what? I, I'm feeling a little flush, so I think it's working pretty fast. Yeah. That's good. I sat my down vision's and, already a little bit more clear. Last night, <laughs> I sat down at a table in my dreams, and Bill Gates just spelled it all out to me. It was great. <laughs> oh, oh I, had, I had Snyder Cut dreams all night. That's what <laughs> oh, God. Did um, you? It was... I couldn't really see. It was very dark. But, yeah, uh, it was so dark. I was like, oh, it's, it's, this might be scary. I don't know. <laughs> um, so I, I will say first, uh, I thought the, um, like, Winter Soldier is my favorite mcu thing um by like a mile so um anything in that that genre or or style is what i'm looking for um out of my superhero movies and so the tv show i thought was a good start um it's a lot of setup which yeah. um was kind of slow um the i was sort of taken back by the amount of just blatant murder of uh that they have and they were, I don't there's really, a lot of killing yeah there's a lot of killing and i don't love like at first it's fun it's like oh redbird is a drone and i don't know how i feel about like a private drone um blowing up people in helicopters well i don't know, right. I don't know let's keep in are. mind look at the other what that was look that at the other cat movies though as far as uh, the other cat movies had a lot of killing in them the first one takes place in world war ii they're killing a bunch of nazis and that Cap's kicking indoors with guns and firing. and He's obviously killing people. Yeah. He's a soldier. And then you like look at the Winter Soldier. There was plenty of killing in that, too. The Winter Soldier was murdering people left and right. And well, that's the Winter Soldier, man. Yeah. That's different than Captain America But I'm saying somebody. these guys live, these characters yeah, I mean, specifically yeah, no, live in a different world where they are sent to kill terrorists sometimes. Yes, that I, is the job. Yes, I, I, I understand I was watching it with my 10 year old oh. and I was like, Oh, there's a lot of, he's just like, shoot that dude. But like just blanket blowing up of things. Um, I mean the, the air, you know, the aerial uh, gymnastic stuff was very cool. It was fun to watch, but 
Um, it's like, that was like, I mean, he killed more people than Bucky did. Which, oh yeah. Um, is what you, you'd expect the opposite, you but, know, I former mean, assassin. Hey man, versus, uh, when you fill out that application with Batrock, chances are you're going to get killed. Okay. That's I, just I, how I, it works. I, I did like <laughs> Batrock. I thought that was a cool callback. Oh yeah. You know what? Uh, that it. was, that was one of my favorite things. Uh, comic book movies prior to the MCU and even for years during the MCU. Yeah. There was this trend where like the villain dies. Yeah, Jack get, Nicholson Joker dies. The only closure uh, we can have is the death you know, of the bad guy. We Danny have DeVito to do and Catwoman die. Yeah. Like it, it's just like for years they were just like, yep, got to kill off the villain. And it's like, no, the joy of the joy of these shared universes is that like, you're going to have to fight the shocker probably about three or four times a year. Right. If you're Spider-Man. I would also argue it makes the villains more interesting when they're not just a prop for one movie and then they get killed. Yes. Yeah. You know, the fact so that when Batroc when they, is running around in the MCU yeah, yes. and he's badass enough that like if the Falcon comes, you, he's probably not going to kill Batroc because he's really good at his job. Yeah. That makes him a legit threat. That's awesome. Yeah. And yeah, it like so Zemo's coming back. Ba when I saw Batroc, I was so happy um you know in batman in batman uh in christopher nolan's batman like in the dark night like the scarecrow shows up yeah and it's like oh really? yes very awesome. cool. good job like we don't have to kill off the villain <laughs> like if heath ledger had not died he probably would have come back yeah as the joker and we and we don't always have to do a flip and go and cut off Steppenwolf's head. You know, we don't always Listen, have to do that. <laughs> I, when I, so I, I have an hour and a half left of this Justice League. Um, oh boy. And this is, you know, it'll be uh, night three. Um, I, I think it's awesome that Wonder Woman has her own theme song. I love it. Every time she does it, I'm like, yep, yeah, great. Oh, I, I hated it. it. I hated it. You know what? It's, it's well, fucking, it's fucking heavy metal cello cello music Ugh. it's awesome but i mean it's it, it, it's her. different than the like the the, the wailing you know it, but like that one the actual wonder woman theme where it's like wow yeah. electric guitar yeah i like, I, like that i'm like yeah that's jazz where she was running i'm, I'm jazz when that and happened. she was like blocking the bullets really fast which looked kind of silly but it was neat you know like oh. i was like oh yeah wonder woman being a badass okay that was like i like if you want to say that the effects weren't as weren't super great that's one thing but i actually did like the fact that it seemed like Zack Snyder's Wonder Woman was more powerful Definitely. because she was moving at super duper speed. She also flew. She also flew in right. this movie. And she and, did not um, fly in, in the, the Whedon one. In the theatrical version, she's not moving at super speed like that. No. Um, and I, I, I actually thought that that was pretty cool. Um, but there, something I saw, something I saw on Twitter, uh, or I don't know, I don't remember where I saw it, but anyway, um, talking about the flashback to the battle of the five armies or whatever we're calling it. Uh, the very, the very like Lord yeah. of the Rings, the, the, the armies of man and the armies of the elves, yeah. and the, whatever. Um, like it, it's all, it's all, you know, they've got dark side on the ropes for some reason. He's not nearly as powerful as he should be. And who delivers the final blow is it an Amazon? Is it Zeus? Is it the Green Lantern? No, it's just some Viking. Yeah. <laughs> a dude. It's just, just a dude with one, an axe. One dude with an axe, bro. And like nearly look, cuts Darkseid's head off. If you're going to set up Darkseid up flees the earth. Right. If you're going to set up Darkseid is the big bad. The best way to marginalize him and make me not care is have a dude with an axe run up and hit him in the, like yeah, but, the but day he's introduced. <laughs> like, 
you but think about what you this... lost the war? <laughs> like you really? But that's that's Batman, right? That's he's the man. I guess. I you know what yeah. I mean? It's it's all the it's the lightning guy and it's the god and it's the I mean God I wish there was a fucking Green Lantern in that movie. I, that's all I want. I but, mean that's fair, but uh, we didn't get to see Batman do anything in like the final battle with Steppenwolf. He was running around beating up insects. That's it. Well, yeah, I mean that's really. I mean he's not. He's very smart. He's not gonna. He yeah. doesn't want to die. <laughs> I suppose. Um, sure. Yeah he, yeah. he knows he'll die. Yeah. Um. It. So I've got a, a bit to go. Um. It is. Immensely oh. better than the theatrical one. David um, Robbins is right. The guy with the axe was Ares, Joe. It was the god of war. Oh, see, I, and I thought it was just some. No, was, I just thought it was a man. She named him. They like when they're telling the story, they named uh, him. They're like Zeus was there, Ares that. was there. All right. I stand. I stand corrected. Yeah. But still, you, you, like you like oh, Dark Side's so bad. He's so evil. He's conquered so many worlds, except for that time when he got his ass kicked on Earth. And I mean, like he got his ass kicked dude so bad <laughs> like, like okay so maybe he's not that bad <laughs> right yeah I, uh, you know and uh i was kind of um the dark side is he he still exists what was that Go brian ahead. you know like dark side has not beat everything he he has uh dark side still can't conquer everybody you know like he, he is right. beatable right it's true it's true you know like that that's you know, it's like he he will like like Thanos. Ultimately, they will lose. Ultimately. Oh, sure. Right. But like you don't introduce works, so, like you we know. didn't introduce Darth Vader and make us scared of Darth Vader because Darth Vader came out and like went to go get Princess Leah and got in her ship. And the stormtroopers were shooting a bunch of people. And like one lucky rebel shot Darth Vader in the shin. And he was like, ah, God, damn shit. OK, well, we're going to try this later. We're out of here. Go. Fuck that hurts. You know, I think <laughs> I think if a if a if a Wookiee put an axe halfway through his body, he might have been like, "All right, guys, let's go." Because <laughs> yeah, I suppose <laughs> that's very true. You know what? I'm I'm a badass, but this is a little much right now. So we will be back. Yeah, um, totally. Get me, get me out of like here. That really stinks. I, I, I will. I, I will say that I wish. Like, if you've if you've got this, uh, if you've got this final battle between uh, this conquering invading force and all of the armies you can muster. Maybe call more than one Green Lantern. Like, I, I understand there's one per sector. Well, he was the caveman Green Lantern of sector, you know, whatever. <laughs> so. yeah, it's uh, but it's like, hey, you've got that ring. Maybe send an SOS to Oa. Uh, yeah, like this that is would be pretty cool. Well, but then again, you know, like, no, the Green Lantern knew. It's like, hey, we just got to get this dude close and hit him with an axe and we're good. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, the plan, yeah, stick I, to I, the like, plan. Uh, uh, so I, I thought, I thought that, uh, Desaad was better in this, you know, Definitely. in the, in the theatrical cut, they show Desaad and he's just like, he looks like a weird snake in a robe. That's, that's dumb. And, and yeah, he looks, he looks, you know, kind of alien and gross like Steppenwolf, but he's, he also like sounded like Desaad, you know, he, he, I, I thought that they did a better job with, with the new gods in this movie. You know, and, and I, I kind of thought it just felt very much like. Thanos and his dudes like we all have the creepy voice yes we have creepy voices okay I don't want to like I don't want to spoil too much for for Brian but like there's a scene somewhere in the movie and I don't remember exactly where um where uh you know the 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 big thing happens there's a portal the portal opens and you see dark side's you know chamber and there's Desaad and there's dark side and there's another person and then there's granny goodness yeah straight like, up granny goodness 
Yes. Yeah. I, was, I was like, yes, <laughs> granny goodness. All right, Brian, and you got anything else for us? We got to move on to some other peeps here. Uh, I think we lost him. Brian? You still there, Dingo? Later, guys. Oh, I'm here. Okay, we'll Bye-bye. talk to you later, man. I'm asking to uh, unmute Mr. David Robbins. Always nice to talk to him. David. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, sir. How Hi, are David. you? What are we rapping about, more importantly? We wasted plenty um, of time. We're going to continue the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Justice League talk. Let's do it. Um, so I watched Justice League on Thursday night. Um, came home. I'm right there with you with the 4-3. Nobody owns an IMAX TV. Yeah. I understand his principle behind filming it that way in the first place but there are a fraction of imax theaters compared to 16.9 or 16.9 widescreen in my case here in milwaukee we have an ultra screen which is like even bigger like it's not it's it's not logical no people are watching it at home on hbo max well and like there are things that i've seen it's it's like yeah, 4.3. It is the it is the proper 4.3 is not actually the exact IMAX ratio. No, it's not. Um also, uh I've seen people saying like, yeah, you're you're telling me that this was intentionally filmed the entire way through production in 4.3 despite the fact that we got a theatrical cut right that's got all that extra yeah. information you can on the go sides. out and yeah. you can rent on you know and hbo max right now watch the original justice league it's not in four point fucking three or did you salvage <laughs> a bunch of footage that was only like previous footage that was only intended to watch on daily monitors and you know during production you know when he came to hbo and it's like here it is and they're like, oh, uh, I think we got the 4.3 version. And he's like, no, that's the only version. You know, they went, okay. <laughs> but we already we- paid $70 yeah, million dollars like, for well, this. Well, I guess it's there's no turning back now. <laughs> because he's an auteur and he knows better Good than any Lord. of us. He's an auteur. An auteur that now- doesn't know how to light a single scene. He's an auteur that is so brilliant that... I'm sorry, but Smallville looked like it was morning on Mars after a sandstorm every yeah. day, like perpetually. Anytime yeah. you went anywhere, they're like, welcome to the poorest lit, you know, government laboratory ever. It's a serious OSHA threat. Watch where you walk. I know we're working on it, but this is how we work. <laughs> you know, like, but not just that. Like, oh, like the cops, the mom in some morning, have them a cop coffee. And like, what is it? Three in the morning <laughs> because it's we, so dark. We've we've can, got a we've got a dangerous alien artifact laying around here somewhere. Don't trip on yeah, it. Yeah, like you can see the sun rising in several of these scenes, and it's still so dark. Like a character yeah. turns into an alley and disappears into blackness. Why? <laughs> Why? Um, uh, well, obviously he met up with Cloak in that alley, but that's yes, a apparently it was a crossover. You need a crossover. Know it. Yeah. Um, too many needle drops. Too yeah. many like I oh, love so good, true. I love a good needle drop, you know, when it it suits like things like you know Empire Records or whatever when the tone yeah. of the movie like warrants needle drops. Th- the, this one, every time we had a landscape shot of more than five seconds, there was some other yeah. like piece of music that and I watched it with closed captions on. So it like it gave me the title of it, and I'm like, okay, this is unnecessary. <laughs> I, I like the Amazon. <laughs> real quick. You mentioned the subtitles. Um, yeah. I don't mean to interrupt you, but real quick while we're on that topic, um, a, a friend of mine posted a screenshot of his TV while he was watching it. And during the bank, uh, uh, pardon me, during the terrorist scene with Wonder Woman, yeah. um, 
where the guy is like uh, getting ready to set the bomb and she's like killing uh, killing all the thugs or whatever. But which, um, real the, quick, the, his the motivation was, said, we're going to blow up four blocks and it's going to send Europe back to the Dark Ages. The rest of the world will be fine, but Europe, we're going to live yeah, in the no, Dark yeah, Ages. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so, I mean, something, something else that probably needs to be addressed is that Wonder Woman totally yeets that dude in front of a whole field trip full of school children. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and showers just, the like, innocent police with like with bricks with and debris. steel yeah, and glass. <laughs> there's no body. She vaporizes that yeah, guy pretty much, and all that's left of him is his fedora. Anyway, um, yeah. the screenshot, uh, the the subtitles say during that scene, <laughs> ancient wailing, commend ancient wailing playing. There you go. It's like, yeah, yep, ancient wailing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The, the the Amazonian chants were fine uh, the first three times I heard them. Yes, but after that it was come on. Every time Wonder Woman does takes anything, steps or makes a jump, we do not need to go to the same Wonder like, and like we're, yeah. it's time for lunch, guys. Slow mo cut to Wonder <laughs> Woman picking up her sandwich. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, um, you know Zach, <laughs> Zach, down. like we know we we've given you a lot of we've got given you a lot of leeway, Zach. We know that it's your vision. We know, you know, we're, we're, we're counting on you, Zach. The, our, my movie's four hours. Woof. Okay. Um, can we break it up into four one-hour chunks and show them week to week? Nope. Absolutely not. Uh, it's, one, it's one long four-hour movie. Can we at least put, like, DVD chapters in it? Nope. Okay, fine. Uh, can we have a bathroom break? Absolutely not. Sit no. down. Um, <laughs> what, we, what I can give you, though... Is a five-minute scene uh, that is actually uh, 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 played at one-quarter speed, where there are villagers watching Aquaman yep. walk into the ocean, and one of them, while the rest of them are singing, sniffs his sweater. Sniffs his sweater. <laughs> Which, yeah, how long like, has he actually had the sweater? Because every time he comes out of the water, he apparently needs new clothes. Yeah, where the fuck did you get that right. sweater? And why the okay. fuck did Bruce Wayne have to climb a mountain to get there if it's connected by sea? Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> there's that you too. don't have a seaplane, yeah, Bruce? come on. Um, okay, so yeah, Darkseid got beat so bad that he lost the mother boxes and almost died. Yeah. Um, but doesn't remember where that planet was. Nope. Like seriously, like yeah, you don't yeah right. Look, I remember, I remember every place I got beat up as a kid. Okay, okay? time out. That every was a long location. time ago, you guys. And Darkseid has traveled a lot. Okay, stuff blends sure, in after sure. a while. Um, let's, yeah, like I don't remember where I don't remember where I had that, that really Hawk good barbecue World? that like, one no, time when I was traveling. They didn't have wings, so it wasn't Hawk World. Where the fuck was that? I know <laughs> that it came. I know that the 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 gimmick came from this movie, but why? Can't Atlanteans speak to each other underwater without creating an air bubble? Yeah, they had to like they had to create a little. They dolphin uh, talk. They showed air pocket. They showed yeah. Mira, and she's like, and they were like, and then okay, I'm sorry. What were you saying? Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense, and I know they carried it through to Aquaman. It, it's just it's dumb. I will say, like, Mira you know, had I, a much better dye job in this movie. It like her <laughs> much better. Oh, also, she picked up an accent. Picked up a heavy accent. She did not have that accent in the Aquaman. Yeah, movie. was she a? Did she sound British in Aquaman? I don't know. Remember, that. she was like Aquaman. No, you you're turning uh, your back you are on your people. You're exaggerating. <laughs> no, that. I'm not. Um, but like, and not, like, I will grant you this. I will grant you. Like, this is something that people have brought up 
for years about the comics. Um, our friend, you know, Black Scorpion the Three is very fond of pointing out the quirks of Atlantean portrayal. It's like, why do they have beds with blankets and staircases and chairs? But like, they just talk underwater as though it were nothing. Yeah. In the comics, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, I can see that, like, if you're making a movie and you have to, like, portray Atlanteans, okay, let's like, explain why they look, can talk to That's the thing but, that he was like, I'm going to pay attention to this. I'm going to pay attention. This is, this has already bo- always bothered me. I'm going to pay attention to this. The mother box story, whatever, we'll just let them throw it together because, you know, it's not like a major plot point in the movie or anything. It's creating a use <laughs> for CG that it solves a problem that didn't exist in the yeah, first right. place. Right. They yes, can exactly. breathe underwater. Why can't they speak underwater? Totally. Just have them talk. Uh, like, you're going to spend time on that. I don't give a shit. But yeah, then the it, scene when they figure out what is going on with the mother boxes is literally 30 seconds long, and Batman yeah. looks at it and goes, oh, shit, they're going to unify, and then they do all this stuff. And then Cyborg goes, I bet I could finger bang that thing, and we can stop it. And they're like, all right, let's get him in there. But if he's going to finger bang it, Flash is going to have to run really fast for a reason and build up I guess an electrical charge and because the mother boxes like electro. We need that too. Okay. So you're right. Cyborg did have way more to do. And Ray Fisher is totally warranted for the 90% of his part that got cut out of the, of the uh, theatrical cut. Um, it gave Joe Morton way more to do in this movie than yeah. originally. Yeah. Which, and I love Joe, Joe Martin. So it was great to see him. Um, as much as the Martian Manhunter Ugh. was tacked on uh, and just added in there. And, oh, by the way, my yeah. name is Martian Manhunter. As, as clunky as that was, I like Harry Lennox. And it was, yeah. it was nice to see him um, and to see that if there was going to be another one of this, we would have gotten Harry Lennox as, as Martian Manhunter. Yeah, he looked great. Right. And, and, I, and I think... Say like, your name is John t- Jones or John Johns or whatever. You don't exactly, call yourself yes. a Martian Manhunter. Well, yeah. uh, come on now. <laughs> uh, like, I, I, and I will give them credit for this. Like, I think that it's been a, a bit of a rumor in the background ever since Man of Steel that Harry Lennox was secretly the Martian Manhunter. Yeah. Like, overall, I think it was way better than the theatrical cut. Um, it didn't need to be four hours, but saying that... I don't see a theatrical break that would constitute a good first movie, second movie were this released in two parts in theaters no. like it was originally intended. No, I don't see like an act break that would be theatrically satisfying like Lord of the Rings. Those are huge movies uh, telling one giant story. And Walsh and, and Jackson reordered those novels to give us theatrical breaks. Right. Because they understood and, editing and they understood beat yeah. story beats. Beats yeah. in the story where we can so, go, all right, let's take a breath. And yes, Lord of the Rings ended three times, but each yep. ending tied something up and went, here's the end of this. Well, here's the point. Imagine the stuff if Lord with, of the Rings ended three times and set up three brand new fucking stories that you're never going to see anything for. But the, the, the stuff with uh, what I'm talking about is the stuff with Shay with the spider that happens in return of the king is actually in the book for two towers right and yeah they, they move, reordered events. They yeah. move stuff around that does not affect the whole narrative in order to give us good theatrical breaks in the story right and i don't see anything in, in justice league that would have given us that had it come out in theaters as part one part two like it was intended no this was um, a feat of bad editing 
done by um, produced by an ego, literally not even a person yeah. produced by an ego who's like, yep. I will cut nothing. You will get every scene that I imagine. And you know what? I'm going to slow a bunch of those scenes down too. Too much slow motion. Oh much slow motion. Oh, and you know what? Um, I, I can't, st- I am so done with superhero fight scene slow-mo it does not work for me it's not effective i don't like it for the flash i didn't like it for superman and i'm not saying that i want to see it super fast and blurry either but it just doesn't work it looks silly when superman was fighting the flash when he was evil superman and they're at the memorial and superman's like spinning around in slow motion like oh i missed him oh i will i will say this like like <laughs> I, I, I will say this though, and this was in the theatrical. Like I, I mentioned earlier, that I kind of enjoy the. I, I enjoy seeing the movement of the world through the Flash's perspective. I think uh, they do you know, it, a little of that goes a long way. I think they do it so much better on the show. Oh, so much better. Well, but they don't. They don't really show a ton of like Barry seeing things moving slowly. I, I just on mean the show. illustrating his power. Period. Yes. No. I agree. Like I, I, I want to see the Flash moving fast. Right. For the most part, um, yeah. but I do love that scene, that very brief moment in Justice League, uh, and it's in both versions where they are fighting Superman and Barry's running around, and of course Barry's like, "Can't touch me. I'm the Flash." And while Superman's got another character by the throat or whatever, he turns and looks at Barry. Yeah, that was that Barry's was clever. Like, oh my god, that was well done. <laughs> it was clever. But then we continue yeah. to have um, every fight scene in slow motion. Well, uh, he, remember he's fighting Barry Allen. He's not fighting the Flash because he's still not named the Flash yet. Right. He's just a dude in a red suit with a lightning bolt on. And Billy Crudup's his dad. <laughs> Don't forget yeah, Billy Crudup's his dad. All right, and in jail for reasons. Okay, so and I'll hit the I'll hit these real quick. Um, well, Falcon Winter Soldier, wonderful. Yeah. Watched it last night Just after great. a crap week, so it was really really great. Oh, same here, dude. Um, yeah, um, Bucky's scenes were heartbreaking when he heard his, his friend that he's been having lunch with that if he didn't know already or if he was just couldn't bear to tell him that I he's think the he one knew. that killed his son. Um, yeah, I think, I think right, he though. knew. I think you're right. Um. So that was absolutely heartbreaking. It was fantastic to see Batrock again. They never even name checked him. I, I had yeah. to watch the credits going. I think that's Batrock. And to confirm it, I had to watch the credits for it, which was great. Like, cause oh, you're, and you're, he survives. He survives. He survives. Yeah. Gets absolutely. Away. There's those pains in the ass, like the shocker, like Batrock, like, like yeah. all those, those, those right. C and D list villains that show up like as the A story before the plot happens. Right. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, uh, uh, credit where it's due in a really shitty movie. Uh, it's, uh, and a very terrible portrayal of the character, but um, Paul Giamatti as the rhino. Absolutely. Where it's like, he's at the beginning and then he shows up again at the end. He's yeah. just yep. like a bad penny. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So that was great. And as far as Sam dealing, you know, with the bank and all that kind of stuff, real life problems and, and trying to shed a life a light on that. I, I totally understand that. And yes, he has, he has no income history for five years. And I understand right. that. Though My, I do, I do think that like at this point in time, well, I, I guess we don't know. I don't know if they exactly said, uh, Sam's obviously been working uh, for the government long enough to become yeah. friends with that guy. Yeah. Um, so I think it's like, I think we're talking about longer than WandaVision where they said it was only three weeks. Absolutely. Um, but I, I think I, that at this point, 
uh, the banks should have figured out shit by now that there would be a question on the loan application. Did you get blipped? Uh, Joe, we are dealing with a COVID outbreak that has killed 500,000 people and it's taking the United States more than a year to figure out how to deal out vaccines. So hey, I the guarantee you had five years, buddy. Come I on. guarantee hey. the, the banking situation would be fucked. <laughs> my question on this, my question on this though, is not related to the banks and all that. It's, and I understand it's the pride of, of, of being a person wanting to do things for your own. But at what point does Sam pick up the phone and say, I would like to schedule a meeting with Miss Pepper Potts, please, and ask for a loan from yeah, Pepper right. to just like, I'm not asking for charity. I'm not asking for anything else. I will make payments. I would like a loan, please. I think Sam's like, too I, proud. I, to where, do is that. The, where is that stuff happening? Sam's too proud I, I to do that. that. Like, He's too I, proud. I think that, um, you know, I, I appreciate the fact that they needed that human drama and, sure. and that the characters in the MCU have real life struggles and that's fine. But I do find it kind of hard to believe, uh, especially given how they made amends in end game uh, that Tony would not have had some sort of contingency set up like a fund for of the Avengers members for the, the members of, of the team. Yeah. Um, and or so like, yeah, at the very least, as you say, pick up the phone, call Stark Enterprises. He's too proud. He's too proud to do yeah, it. I know. I get it. He's Sam. He's, he doesn't like, want Tony's help. You know, he wants to do it the right he's way. Proud. He's not asking for charity. He, like he's like, he's totally willing to make payments. He wants to, to repay the loan. I don't it's think his sister would let him do that. Let alone, and she even said, I don't want some Avengers favor. Done. And he said, fine, we'll go to the bank. We'll do it the right way. We'll get you a loan. You know, like, so even the sister, like she's hard headed, just like Sam. I totally if, bought. If you have a loan, do you really care where it comes from? Yes. I'll take Apparently. money from anybody. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Look, I'll take money from anybody. Yeah, I got I standing loans all over the if fucking place. There's someone who's had my school loan change hands like three times. I don't care who I'm making payments to every month. <laughs> yeah, all I know fair. is I got the thing done and I'm I'm paying my debt. That's all I care about. Friggin' Joe yeah. Biden won't forgive it. God damn it. Come on. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, it took it, it, I went to um I went to Iowa State University for one year uh, in 1996, 1997. It took me six years to pay off that loan. Joe's secret shame. He is a cyclone. Secret shame. Uh, I'm not, though, because I totally bombed out. <laughs> <laughs> David, it's good to talk to you, buddy. You two guys, be safe. Congrats on your first vaccines. I get my second one yeah, in about yeah. two weeks. Nice. Sounds good, good for hey, you, great. man. Congrats, That's great buddy. News. And thanks for, uh, thanks for your, your good points uh, in the chat and here with us. You always are here. Uh, to explain the things that I wasn't paying close enough attention to. There you go. No so worries. I appreciate that. Happy to help. Take <laughs> care, guys. Take it easy, See man. You, Ryan Forrest, I'm asking to unmute you, sir. Our final guest, Mr. Ryan Forrest, our consigliere. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for Frank to explain something. Frank uh, says in the chat, but he just read that the last Easter egg in the MCU was that Steve Rogers is Peter Quill's grandfather. That sounds like utter horse shit to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I believe you read it. I, I absolutely believe you read it, but that sounds like garbage. did you read it on we got this covered? Yeah, something like that. I'm sure. You know, <laughs> Ryan, how are you, sir? Oh, good guys. How are you? Good, real good, excellent, buddy. sir. Excellent. So, all right, I just a couple of uh, quick points, I guess. I'm, I'm sorry you have to wrap the show up with me. I'm not a very nah, good but oh, hey, stop. look, we're we're feeling our feelings. <laughs> we're feeling good about things. We ain't worried uh, about the length today. So, uh, one thing about uh, so I just watched, uh, got done watching uh, Justice League this morning too, but. Uh, I had the same question about Bruce going to find Aquaman in the first hour about why wouldn't he just fly there or take a boat? Right. 
they actually had a specific line to address it. One of the townspeople said, this is this has been like six weeks of bad weather and there's no getting in or out. Right. Yeah, they did. They did say something about how you're telling me Bruce the village, the village was cut off due to the due to the. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, I'm not saying it's any good. I'm right. just saying they addressed. Okay. The other thing is uh, about the about the deal with Sam and the money problems, uh, and this kind of dovetails into another thing after this. But the 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 money problems for Sam is, guys, it's only one one episode of nine episodes. There's a lot left to be done here. It's true. Right. It's true. He, he, he might get to Pepper at some point. I, I thought the same thing. Why go to a bank? Why not just call Pepper? But who knows when they, if they address it again, how they address it. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to get, fair. I don't think they're going to get Pepper yeah. back for this movie though. She's like, yeah, I, mean, I, think I don't she's think so. Done. But it, she did like a that, cooking thing with Tom Holland and it was that chef show where she showed up with Tom Holland and they were with Favreau and they were talking about like working on the movie together. And he was like, yeah, remember we were all there and did the thing. And she was like, what movie? And he looks at her and he goes, the Avengers movie I was in with you. And she goes, Oh yeah. <laughs> I do. I do remember. I remember yeah. seeing that what? clip and like, but like, consider how much time she was actually in. I suppose, but like, you know, on. she showed up for an afternoon. You're not aware filmed, of that. And filmed the one scene. <laughs> yeah, like I get it. Anyway, sorry, Ryan. Okay. No, that's- uh, uh, Frank explains. Frank explains that the actress uh, who played Peter Quill's mom uh, also played one of the USO girls who was uh, enamored with Steve in Captain America One. Yeah. Oh my god. So and like, I mean, obviously that's a joke. She's I, not really the same character. Right, but a stretch. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's pretty funny. I, I think so. Today's conversation and, and last week's conversation are really good, and the timing is the timing's pretty you know solid to be able to compare what DC is really doing from the ten thousand foot view and what Marvel is doing from the ten thousand foot view. Do you think and, this is what DC is doing from the ten thousand foot view? Though that's the thing. I don't think yeah. it is. I think this is a one thing. We got it done. Here you go. HBO Max has aired it, and we're done with this because Snyder says I'm not making any more superhero movies. Yeah, I, like I'm, there, I'm are, there are no, there are no current plans to move forward with anything yeah. related to the Snyderverse. So it's just like it, it makes this four-hour epic that he did with the setup after setup after setup in the in the end it just like so pointless. I I don't get like, it. Uh, like they made that they made that announcement about the Superman movie written by Ta-Nehisi Coates, but there's no guarantee that it's even going to be Harry Ca- Henry Cavill. Like I, I right. don't like I would be fine if Henry Cavill came back as Superman, but I want that to be a reboot. Yeah, hundred percent. A hundred percent. So, and, and I don't know what kind of success or how they're going to measure success for this either. I can tell you Thursday night when this popped up, I was like, all right, let's hear it. Snyder bros. And it was kind of crickets on Twitter. The Snyder cut was the fourth, like Snyder cut hashtag was the fourth most popular hashtag behind Grey's anatomy, which was number one. March madness was number two. Like I don't know how we're going to measure success for this. I mean, trending topics are different for each user. I but, get, um, no, like you can me, look, you like can look Snyder at the over, not even in the top 10. You can look at the overarching trending as well though. And, and I'm, I'm not saying that that is a measurement of success, but I don't know how they're going to measure success for this. I know that people are already claiming it's the best thing they've ever seen. And it kicked the hell out of Avengers and it's so much more mature. I'm sorry, but having Batman drop the F bomb, that doesn't, do anything for me and why was this movie rated r 
Why? Because they said fuck hey, three I, times. I gotta, I gotta cut out. I got dogs going crazy and family that showed up. All right, Ryan, you have a good one, man. Hey, Ryan, have a great one. Good talking to you, yeah. pal. All right. um, Seriously, why was this movie rated R? I don't know. They like said in a fuck PG three in a PG thirteen movie, you can say fuck twice, and I only counted two fucks in this movie. They said three. Well, Batman snuck one in in the very end, so there you go. But where were the other two? Cyborg said fuck the world. <laughs> I was like, oh uh, god. <laughs> uh, but where was the third one though? I was earlier than the cyborg one. I don't even remember. But I was like, there it is. This is how we're doing it. You know, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to drop three F-bombs and it's rated R. Because there was no violence. There, Like, you get to see someone's head get stepped on at one point, but it's so dark you can't see anything. I don't it's think- like uh, it's like I read um, a headline, uh, like, so-and-so reveals that there were so many cuts of Mrs. Doubtfire that there was a G-rated, a PG rated, a PG 13 rated and an NC 17 version of Mrs. Doubtfire. And I'm like, <laughs> now hold on. I like, I will grant you, you've cast Robin Williams in your, in your family comedy. There is going to be footage out there somewhere where Robin Williams is very inappropriate because you know, he's joking. Like the, we, we all see bloopers and we all see outtakes. He was also eating cocaine instead of food back then. So, you know, sure. Right. But like, do not tell me, do not expect me to believe that you actually cut that footage into an NC 17 version of Mrs. Doubtful. Right. That's yeah. total bullshit. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm sorry. I don't understand why this was rated R other than to make the statement. Like this ain't your Marvel movie. It's, it wasn't even that much more it's violent. Rated like, it, R, it was, you know, like the only the only thing right. that made it more violent is the fact that it was longer. So just by like right, like just by like pure measurement standards, there was more violence. But no blood, no gore, no boobs. Which and I'm not saying I wanted all this no. stuff. We, we literally got three f bombs, and that's why it's rated R. That's the only yeah, right. reason I can come up with. Well, and, it's to own the libs, man. and also it is to own the Marvel fans and be like, we're stepping out. Joker was rated R, and it was cutting edge. This is also cutting edge. Yeah, like, yeah, like settle I mean, the fuck I get, down. Look, man, uh, I've got my own <laughs> problems with the Joker movie, but at least the Joker movie was trying to say something. And the Joker movie was this excellent. movie wasn't it's trying not, to say anything. Right, the Joker movie had a point. It was very well acted. I thought it was an excellent film. It was feel bad. I don't necessarily need to see it again. It was very competently made, very well edited. This movie didn't say shit. This movie was a right. superhero movie that was too long. It, it doesn't have a point of view other than, isn't no. it cool when superheroes kill people? Oh. And the answer to that for me is no. And also, you do, you do the two things that I can't stand with Superman. You make him evil, one, even if it's just for a minute, and there's a reason why it happened. And two, he's a deus ex machina. That's it. That's all he did. Right. He shows up in the end. He's the Millennium Falcon in the end. That's all he is. He shows up like, and the axe hits him and he's like, not impressed, bro. Right. <laughs> now, like, okay. Like, I, okay. There are criticisms. Uh, there are definitely criticisms to be levied against Zack Snyder's vision of the DC universe. I understand that some people like it. Uh, what I fucking hate is the idea of like, yeah, take that. We've won, Marvel fans. Yeah. Or we've won. We've won all you people that are like, not my Superman. Superman doesn't kill, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, get that shit out of here. That's not an argument. It's not an argument. If you want to say that you prefer this version, that's fine. 
I'm 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 over arguing with you. Right. It's but also not like, a contest, and that's right. immediately where everyone contest. goes like Too, better than Endgame. Like right. It's like <laughs> look, man. You know, like I've read plenty of Elseworlds where Superman is a bad guy. It's right. Fine. Sure. I get it. Uh, but things that uh, like Zack Snyder's excesses, you know, the things that people teased him about that that were making fun of. Uh, were so much more accentuated in this movie. The slow-mo. Yeah. Uh, you know, the um, like the Superman as a messiah. It's like there, there's a it was in it was in Batman versus Superman big time, where like the people are practically worship worshiping him. Right. Um, but then like and, and it was in Man of Steel, and but there it was he put in the scene where Superman comes back to life, and once he regains his right mind. What does he do? He flies up into space and sticks his arms out like Jesus on the cross. Yeah. I was like, I, give me a break. Yeah. It just it like, I, was this a better movie? Final thoughts. Yes. But was it canned ham? Absolutely. This it's was like the, saying, it um, was the largest can of ham ever made. And at the end of the day, we go, yes, that is the biggest can of ham ever made. I totally agree, but it's, like, it's still fucking canned ham. I am glad Zack Snyder got to work through, you know, the, the trauma he went through. And, and if this was what it took, good for him. Is it the worst movie ever made? No. Is it no. exactly what I thought it would be? Yes. yes. Did I feel anything when I watched it? No, I felt Nothing. You and like you made a movie like, with Superman and Batman, and I felt nothing. Right now, there are there there are friends. Like I have friends. Uh, like I expected it from the internet at large, especially Twitter, because that's how it goes. But I have friends, and some of them are mutual friends uh, that we share. That were like, I'm I'm blown away by how this is such a totally different experience it's like it's not though oh i agree it's it definitely got, was it was a very it's different got experience. it's got added it's got different scenes it's got um it, it, it's got it's got a, a different uh a tone to it i guess it's got um you know like there are definitely things he added and expanded on and removed but if i look at it as a as a whole picture when it was over i was like yeah that was justice league it was it was basically the same yeah and Steppenwolf had more spiky boners. We got yeah, excited. You're right. the I, if there, like, there's one thing I can say about the Zack Snyder Justice League is that it was spikier. Yeah, it was way spikier. Um, <laughs> and you know, there, but there are also criticisms. There are legitimate criticisms that people make about the MCU. You know, uh, we were talking earlier about how you know there 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 was a lot of heroes killing people, which again is not something I typically like. But it's different when we're talking about two characters that are so known for their stances against killing in Superman's case and killing and guns right. in Batman's case. In the in the Marvel universe, in the MCU, there are all sorts of different versions where like sometimes they're more militaristic, sometimes they're government agents. So yeah, I get it. They're on a mission. Sam's a soldier. He's gonna kill enemies. Sure. Um but like the fact that the MCU glorifies the military industrial complex, it totally does. Absolutely. No, without question. Yeah. And, and you know, it's like, but look, say what I just, you will. I, I don't really understand. I don't understand the people that came away from Zack Snyder's Justice League as though it were like, it, it totally redeemed 
right. the original. It I, didn't. I agree. It absolutely it, it did, did not. not. And the biggest fault, and you can say there's there's good Marvel movies, there's Marvel movies that aren't so good. You can say you hate some of them. That's fine. But I don't think anyone is going to say the biggest problem with a Marvel movie is the director made himself the main character. Zack Snyder made right. himself the absolute main character in this movie they call it the snyder cut they it is all his excess it is the snyderiest snyder that has ever snydered and you can't escape it it is suffocating in this film and it is just you are watching Zack snyder's ego play out and that is my biggest problem with it i liked some of the performances more i liked the look of certain things more there were individual there were elements of the movie that i definitely enjoyed more more. but yeah every zach snyder cannot stop still like lifting up the movie skirt to take a peek what's under there (laughs) (laughs) me again you know like uh get a get an editor man just get an editor (laughs) it's so strange it's so strange because you've brought up watchmen more than once in this episode and uh, Zack Snyder has made movies that I enjoy. Absolutely. He has not made a movie that I've enjoyed in many years. But like, I'll, I I'll really loved too. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead I was amazing. I loved the Dawn of the Dead remake. And you know why you loved it? Because it was like an hour and 30 minutes long. It was sure. edited. Watchmen was great because editors got a hold of it and said, we don't right. need all this extra shit. And like, like, and part of me was like, you know, I, I have not seen 300 since we saw it in the theater. Oh, it's still great. Uh, it's still total cheese. It's still great. But it, but you know, 300 also has a lot of that slow-mo bullshit. That's Snyder, definitely. you know, but you know, and the, their Watchmen I've seen recently and it holds up for me as a, as a good movie. I enjoy watching, Absolutely. you know, and like, are there things that I can uh, make snarky jokes about? Yeah. Like a uh, Zack Snyder's obsession with, uh, hallelujah, Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah, Ugh. you know, is is a is a is a joke, and uh, like well, this Nick movie, Cave the too. credits we get the Nick Cave the, scene for Aquaman in this one. Yeah, Nick Cave, right? Uh, there, the the credits roll on Zack Snyder's Justice League with the shittiest version of Hallelujah I have ever heard. Yeah, and uh, but I will say this: when it got to the end and before the credits hit, and it said for Autumn, yeah. I was like, yeah, you know what? Good for you, man. Good on you, man. Good for you. Zack Snyder's only problem is he got too powerful as a director and is allowed to make too many of his own decisions. He needs someone to rein him in. And when he's reined in, he's really good. uh, There's this cult of personality behind him, driven by people online. And, you know, we've, we've had debates whether or not it's a majority or a very vocal minority, regardless of how big that group is warner brothers definitely paid attention to it oh yeah that they fed the they monster. definitely paid attention to it they fed the and, monster and they got their way yeah and we'll see if it's i'm a not mad now. what's that i said we'll see if it's a success we'll see if it yeah. pays off i have a feeling it's <laughs> not going to right uh and you know i i will i will say that while i did not enjoy the overall experience of the snyder cut I'm not mad at Snyder for getting the chance no, to see it through. I'm not either. And I'm not hoping for its failure, but I am hoping that it's not going to be a sign of the direction of the DC movie universe. Yes, yeah, I definitely going forward. So. I mean, like at the end of the day, was it better? Yes. Was it a good movie? No. Miss Branch, get Peter.
Peter Parker on the phone. Yes, Mr. Jameson. Okay, kids, it's voicemail time in the ziggurat. Hey, nerds, this is Black Scorpion, number three. I'm driving across several states at nighttime, and I just finished listening to the podcast. I don't know, felt like calling you up because you are the voice that I hear at at night, apparently, guiding me through the darkness. (laughs) Uh, A few weeks ago, you had a question about uh, nerdy hobbies and things that people had, and I, I really couldn't think of up some, some nerdy fandoms that people couldn't get into. And then I realized I was in the middle of something. Uh, I started making toys for my son, Black Scorpion number four, uh, because I realized that there were no toys that were actually movable and playable for that uh, Dungeons and Dragons cartoon that was around when we were kids. So I've, I've, I've gotten around to buying dollar store action figures and paints and like re-sculpting action figures uh, in, in the week since that episode aired. And it kind of made me think about the, the maker spirit of the two-headed nerd community. I'm curious about what kinds of uh, comic-related things you've all felt compelled to go out and make for yourself. That's my question for you. I don't have an answer for you to any question of the week because I don't think you gave one during your St. Patrick's Day uh, show. Oh, hey, by the way, I am surprised that nobody made mention of Jack O'Lantern because I think Jack O'Lantern was one of those uh, world hero characters from one of those disposable uh, super teams. I think he was Irish, right? I don't know. The Global Guardian. Talk to you later. Jack O'Lantern was Irish. He was a Global Guardian. Yes. Uh, there's also a Jack O'Lantern uh, in Marvel, but he is a villain. Yeah. He's kind of like the Hobgoblin. He's a Spidey villain. He's like a knockoff Hobgoblin. To answer his question, I've never really had gone through the effort of making my own comic-related like thing to satisfy an, an urge. You know? Are you like? Are, are you sure you're not forgetting something? Well, I don't mean the podcast. I was going to say something you've been doing for, I don't know, 10 years. (laughs) The podcast is, the podcast is different. Like he's talking about, that's what we do. He's talking about like, this is what we make to do this, to scratch. I get it. That's different. That's totally different. He's talking about like taking one thing, turning it into another because the thing you wanted to play with doesn't exist. Right. Here's our next one. What do we got here? The podcast is no effort whatsoever, buddy. Oh, wait a minute. Hey guys, James Kaplan here calling in. Hope you're doing well. Uh, I don't know if this counts as a spoiler or not, but I was just going to mention one thing about Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I loved. I totally loved the debut. Uh, it was super fun. I loved seeing the characters again. But, you know, the one question I had, and frankly, you know, other people have had as well, was they didn't get paid. The Avengers didn't get paid. <laughs> and then the other part of it, I was just, you know, joking, but not really joking. Like, he's an Avenger. You know, he could totally get some gig doing incredibly pricey corporate speaking engagements or, you know, he's calling up, you know, Nike or State Farm or Gucci or whatever. I'm thinking like, oh, my God, who doesn't want an Avenger as their spokesperson? Anyway, I'm just saying, you know, if they were a little bit more enterprising, there would be plenty of opportunities for, for him to make that cash. So anyway, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, hope you guys are doing well. Take care. Always good to hear from me, <laughs> James. James. I just don't think it's Sam's style. I don't think he's yeah, style. I don't yeah. think he wants yeah. to do the speaking stuff. I don't think he would turn to Nike or like, that's just not, I'm, and I'm sure they've been like, Sam, please, please. And he's like, nah, man. All right, let's set up a new question of the week and let's get out of here. It is alien related because we're going to be talking about the xenomorph next week. Oh, okay. Long thank box. you. I, I, I knew that you had one. Uh, what's your question? Do you want me to just ask it? Yeah, because I forgot. Okay. Not 
your favorite comic book species of aliens. Not necessarily alien itself, but species. Not your favorite alien president, no. which I fucked up on in the last right. THN Top But like your favorite comic book or I'll structure the movies too. Star Trek, that we'll throw that in there. Your favorite, uh, your favorite fictional alien race. Yes. Let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Because we're next week, it's all xenomorph. All show. It's gonna be great. We'll get into it next Wednesday on Two-Headed Nerd. But uh, for now, we got to get out of here. Thanks, everybody, that played today. We don't have a show without you, and we encourage you to jump on our Facebook and play with us live every Saturday. For now, my name's Matt Baum. My name's Joe Patrick. I can't believe we got this done in two hours because I felt like... It was Snyder Cut Links. Yeah, I have sweat through my pants. Although it, I, it, it I sweat really through my did pants feel like we an hour and a half three ago. hours into this. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we're signing off. Goodbye. Goodbye.